What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. So, uh, today we're doing the podcast in the office. So I have in front of me Mr. Terrence. But socially distanced. Socially distanced. Don't say in front of you. Yeah. Until we get in trouble with other influencers. <laughs> we have all done our safety entry check-in. Yes, I've exactly. taken my temperature. Harish has taken his temperature. Yeah, and even awesome. if I wanted to touch Terrence now, I wouldn't be able to without getting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, he's too far away. Yeah, That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. What Not else could have been? It sounds like you had your pants down or something. Like that. <laughs> I mean, that too. La. Yeah, we're all wearing clothes. Yeah, we? we're all wearing clothes. <laughs> so today is, is the middle of the week and it is not the last episode that we're going to film for Yalabad for this week, which means this is the the mysterious third episode that we have mentioned before on our previous podcast. Yeah, it's so mysterious that honestly, we also don't really know what to make of it. La. Yeah. We just thought we, we need to do this and, and we just thought of a format. But we still haven't really figured out what it is exactly. Yeah. But before you decide, oh, fuck, you know, I want current affairs, I want news, don't, don't, don't just stay on for a few more minutes, okay? Because we do have a structure. We do have an idea what we're going to do. So our two podcasts, generally, we tackle f- like serious affairs, current affairs, and of course, goofy you, you, topics. Sorry, to clarify, you mean right now we do two podcasts a week? Yes, so correct. those two podcasts... Are uh, what you're talking about? Yeah, right? correct. The two, the the status quo mm. The we do two podcasts a week: one serious topic, one goofy topic, and a one show thing. But it's always around current affairs, right? So I mean, just by looking at the the Reddit comments that we've been getting on our wonderful subreddit, as well as things that we have been wanting to talk about, but which we couldn't fit into current affairs, we figured, you know what? This third episode, right? Maybe it can be something more along the lines of pop culture. Um, it will still be. Uh, hopefully some debates here and there it will still be stuff that might be controversial but that's what we're starting with mm, right mm, pop correct. culture stuff I think we yeah we as kids of the 90s you know there's 80s always, 80s and 90s there's always <laughs> those shows uh, you know like I love the 80s or I love 90s on VH1 last time mm. and then they would cover like one particular trend or something in from that era for half an hour. So yeah. I think for us, we just want to look back in history. It can, I mean, it doesn't have to be trends. It could literally be something interesting that happened yeah. four years ago, 40 years ago, 400 years ago, 4,000 years ago, you know, and, and bring it to you. Like, just to let you know that, you know, the times that we're in, the difficult times we're in, there's other things have happened in previous previous years past during the same uh, the same week, the same, you know, calendar week and everything. For better or worse, la, right? For better or worse. And it gives you a little bit of context about the world you're living in right now. La. Yeah. So if you look at, if you think about it this way, two episodes of, our, of, of for us every week will be focused on the now. Yeah. This one episode is a, is a right back to the past, man. Yeah. And I think because but, also people say that like listening to our podcast a bit like a time capsule or that. Mm. It captures the moment now. But what if, I mean, it's interesting for us to, even before Yalabad, talk about things that happened way before Yalabad also, right? So that means now we are capturing the time that we are capturing about a previous time. Yeah. And how we Fuck f- yeah, yeah man. How we feel about stuff that <laughs> happened in the past, in the present, so that people in the future can listen. About and, how we felt right yeah. now about things in the past. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And maybe in the future, we can react to our old episodes where we talk about older stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, so I mean, just... The, we, we, we do want to keep doing a third episode every week. Uh, we, of course, would appreciate feedback on this episode and whether you guys enjoy it. Um, and I mean, yeah, even if you don't, I don't know, if, if you learn something that's great, if you smile, if you get angry, if you feel anything at all, that's always good. Mm. 
So so that's what we're going to start with, lah, right? Yeah. It's and almost like... Yeah. And we haven't even come up with a name for this segment yet. Yeah. So if anybody is creative and wants, some, wants to help us come up with this, a name for this weekly yeah. segment that we're doing, uh, please do so. I All mean, we know is like, it's something uh, this week in history or something like that. Yeah, like, right? something like that. Something like that. I mean, it has to be as creative as our segment titles for our regular programming, which is Serious Topic and Goofy Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and One Shook Thing. And One Shook Thing. We put a lot of thought into thinking about those categories. So please, if you want to suggest, make sure you, you meet those standards. Okay? Goofy Topic, Serious Topic. And then now, right now, the working title is This Week in History. Mm, correct, correct. Right. Yes, correct. So, this week in history. so both Terence and I have found one thing to talk about that happened during the second week of January, sometime in the past, mm, and mm. we're just gonna share it with each other. Yeah, and and just talk through it and why we find it interesting and all Okay. Yeah. Cool. You seem you seem you seem confident. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's basically like a one shock thing plus, but from the, the history. Past, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. then after that, we will dedicate we'll have a dedicated segment for comments from our listeners and fans mm, yeah right? i think that's something harish talked about where we want to react more to what people are saying on reddit because we get a lot of interesting comments and um outside of the time that we spend producing this podcast we don't have yeah. a lot to like you know reply a lot reply to the comments sometimes but sometimes we do want to reply and and we're gonna have one segment specifically for that. Like, we will start. We'll just open up Reddit and just see what's there and just talk talk through it or so. Like. Yeah, because I think I mean the reason why I enjoy podcasting so much more than blogging is because I enjoy talking more than typing. Like. that's the reality. Uh, yes. and as much as I read all the comments on Reddit, sometimes I have to like fucking gather up the 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 thoughts to to pen down and then just some other shit will creep up or life happens or something. Mm. So this, and we also always appreciate the comments that you guys uh, send us, the memes, the wonderful memes that come out. Yeah. So we want to have a dedicated segment just yeah. to pay homage to that and like shit on any of them if need be. Like. But speaking of which, uh, you know how many people we have on our Reddit now? I'm Some looking Reddit. at it now. We just went past another milestone. Yes, 900. 900 people. Yeah. Fucking awesome, yeah. And honestly, whenever I open it up, it says there are some people online. Like. Right now, there are six people online, which always just blows my mind, man. Mm-hmm. That at any point in time, there are people on our subreddit. Yes. Correct. Fuck yeah, man. Well, yeah, okay, so cool. shall yeah. we just jump right into it? Yeah. We don't have to do that weekly plug thing. Like, no, need, we want no, it to be a yeah, bit yeah. different from yeah, the a other bit different. two. So if you are listening to this, congrats, you are one of the pioneer listeners. Correct. Pioneer generation of listeners to this new format. Right? Yeah, and you don't need to tell your friends about the podcast. <laughs> don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell them. Until it's good. Until it's good. Don't <laughs> tell them. Yeah, it's like them. the beta test of podcasts. Okay, cool. So so the first segment <laughs> which yeah. we aptly call This Week in History. Yeah. Terrence, what happened in uh, in uh for the topic of your choice? I mean, I just want to place context of where we are now. Yeah. We are one week removed from... Uh, I mean, uh, President Trump just got impeached. Uh, we are one week away from... Joe Biden being inaugurated mm. as the next president of the United States. And I want you, everybody to, you know, just look at how crazy the world has been the last four years. And just think back to four years ago in January uh, 2017, uh, mm. when it was the week, I think it was the week or two before Trump was inaugurated as mm. the next president after Obama. When 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 stuff just seemed more normal, uh, right? You mm. know, like, you know, Obama would attend Trump's uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Trump's inauguration and everything. And, and yeah, in general, I think everyone at, at that point in time, we were all like, oh shit, what is this? Like, this is crazy. Like, we can't believe this reality TV star is now going to be a US president. So, uh, you know, like, like so, so that's the state of mind that we were in. Uh. 
And and now you think about where we are now as well with COVID nineteen, mm. and COVID nineteen has basically destroyed. Um, I mean, destroyed a lot of lives, obviously, but also just changed the way we enjoy entertainment and all lah. Mm. Uh, but there is still something going on this week that is, uh, or at least coming up this week, that is uh, the same as like it was. Hap- I mean, it was also happening like four years ago lah. Mm. And that is the Australian Open. It's happening this year. Yeah, it's happening. Australian Open. Like with fans, with fans. Yes. Uh. Yes, with fans. Uh huh. So, uh, it's quite interesting because I mean, if if, if in case you've been living under a rock, you know that all sports have been somewhat affected by, uh, COVID nineteen in mm. in the last year lah. Mm. And tennis is not wasn't spared. Also, I think uh, the Wimbledon got cancelled for the first time mm. uh, in twenty twenty. Uh, the French Open got delayed to like I think it became an autumn event it was mm. origi- originally a spring event mm. uh, and then the US Open also was a, a bit of a fiasco la. they were basically playing to empty stadiums and, and everything la. so it's mm. just not the doesn't have the same vibe as before Yeah. Uh, but Australian Open because it's in typically held in January mm. uh, so it got I mean they held the Australian Open last year and because it was pre-COVID la, it was sort of pre-COVID and, uh, but this year they, they have had to ramp up uh, all the all the different uh, measures in place to prevent COVID from so, spreading. So is it the only Grand Slam that hasn't been affected by COVID? I mean, it's been affected. There's, it's going to be... But li- I mean, like, it did, wasn't like Wembley oh, yeah, was yeah, cancelled. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It wasn't derailed. La, you, the US Open, what happened last year? Uh, It was super delayed. Then a lot of people didn't join because, oh. I mean, imagine going to the US during oh, in yeah, August yeah, yeah, or that's September. True, that's, yeah, true. that's like okay, a, okay. asking for trouble. La. So, uh, I mean, anyone who won the Grand Slams in the past... In the past three Grand, Slam, Grand Slams, I think there'll be a big asterisk thanks to it. Mm. Whereas this one is, I mean, I would say probably almost back to normal again. Except that normal means that uh, all players apparently have to fly in two weeks before the tournament mm. and get quarantined in hotel rooms. They get to come out for five hours a day to go and practice on court. Mm. Uh, and that five hours is a fixed five hours. Like you can't finish early and go back and rest. You just got to stay on court for five hours. Yeah. And after you're done, they'll usher you to a gym an open-air gym so that there's ventilation. An open-air gym meaning that they converted a lot of the car parks into gymnasiums. Yeah. Into gymnasiums. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was my, that was my intercom. <laughs> my watch. Um, but yeah, they converted car parks into gyms. So uh. it's, it's them, I mean, it's not exactly like fitness first or what. Like. It's basically, it's more like, it's more yeah. like the, uh, some just some shitty neighborhood gym. Like. Yeah. Uh, and then you have to spend two hours there. Now after that, you have to go back to your hotel room and just hang out there for the rest of, of the day. Uh. So all players have to go through that. They're not very happy about it, but uh, no choice. Mm. So they have to do that for two weeks before the tournament. Uh. And then during the tournament, obviously there's much stricter protocols. Uh, I think now as a fan, you know like how F1 where you can just buy a ticket and just walk around everywhere, right? Mm. Now there are zones. So mm. you buy a ticket, you have to stay in a zone. You can't go to different courts. You can't watch every match. You just got to limit yourself to an area. But there will also be socially distancing, social distancing amongst fans. Eh? Yeah, apparently they are allowed to buy like pods, like family pods, like one to six tickets. Yeah. But you got to buy it as a whole. Eh? And then you can then you can sit together as a group. If not, you have to like sit in like socially distanced seating. And, and Australian Open normally happens where? Melbourne? Uh, is it a Victoria? Victoria. That's Melbourne lah. Oh, is, it it, is it Melbourne? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, Melbourne, right. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means like, well, are all the top top players coming? Uh, so far, I mean, uh, yeah, So, so the big, big, big topic is Roger Federer. Unfortunately, got uh, he he injured his other knee after mm. his he injured his first knee last mm. year. Uh, so, so he's out of the tournament for 
whatever reasons. Anyway, 2020 was like who yeah. who was playing tennis anyway, right? So he skipped the whole of 2020 and and then now uh, he's going to skip this this one. But I think the biggest name to pull out is John Eisner, the US player, very tall US player. Uh. Uh, yeah, he, he's basically pulling out because he doesn't want to be away from his family for two whole weeks mm. and just, you know, cooped up in a hotel room. Uh. So, uh, again, again, like, like you know, there there might be an asterisk place to whoever wins this U.S. Open. Mm. In that, it's a, uh, it's no longer like before where you it's a definitive like oh, if you won this Grand Slam, means you are one of the best in the world or whatever that, that kind of thing. Uh. So if you win, it's like a, uh, fuck no Federer, no yeah, no, no Federer, no and and no no crowd, no giant crowd to motivate yeah. you and all that. So it's very different, uh, right? Uh, but but that's why I mean they they are doing their best to make it work, which is fine. But it also made me realize like um. Yeah, the the you know what we used to take for granted, like oh that Federer and Nadal, we might finally get that we will one day get a definitive answer who is better, who's the greater of the two. Right now they're locked on at twenty Grand Slams each. Uh. Mm. So uh you know, Nadal he just needs to win one more French Open and he's there already. Uh. But but given the world that we're in today, like everything is gonna have an asterisk next to it. So all the sports records, everything that you look back in the history, right, will you have to look at pre-COVID and post-COVID. Because mm. post-COVID, like Roger Federer is also going to be like 41 or 42 years yeah. old or something like that. Yeah. It's not going to be fair to, 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 to you know, really compare his record then versus versus what it is today, right? Mm. So so that's why I wanted to, it's such an interesting thing that, I mean, since we're talking about, since we're in the midst of the presidential transition, I just looked at, okay, what was going on in the last presidential transition? Then I realized, oh shit, it was that iconic uh Australian Open final between Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, which mm. which uh, I look at Harish like he's a bit confused face like he can't remember because it, yeah you know? because there've been quite a few epic showdowns between Federer and Nadal yeah yeah so so most people ninety ninety I say ninety five percent of people when you ask them about Federer versus Nadal Wimbledon. they'll say Wimbledon two thousand eight yeah that was the epic one yeah, uh, where yeah, yeah. Nadal right. bested Federer yeah. for the first time on the grass courts right yeah but but um. Very few people remember twenty seventeen as a as a highlight of their of their uh of their rivalry. Uh. Whereas uh-huh. but for a lot of uh you know longtime fans of tennis and, and Federer fans and, and all like I think November twenty I mean this twenty seventeen Australian Open was probably the it was really like the definitive answer for a lot of fans of Roger Federer like, like that he is the greatest of all time. Okay, can I just say that I'm glad you brought that that specific match because at first I had no idea where the fuck you're going talking mm. about Australian Open or yes yes yes. <laughs> so, correct, correct. No, I, I thought you just giving me an introduction to Australian <laughs> Open. Then I'm like, hey dude, we're talking about this week in history. Correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe start with that lah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Then at least I know. Okay, this is setting the context for what we're going to talk about. I'm just trying to make it relevant to everyone to cite ourselves ourselves in history right now. We are you about never, to kick you, Donald Trump out of office and this was four years ago when we just before we welcomed him. You don't office. remember what we learned in GP for A levels, uh, you start with a thesis statement, then you give the background. I didn't get A, I didn't get A for GP. You got A, is it? You got A. I got A too, I got uh, A too. Okay, like, yeah, <laughs> fucking elitist asshole. Well, normal people we talk like that. Like, Fuck lah, you watch movie also, you see the trailer first, then you see the history of how Wonder Woman came out, right? You don't learn about the fucking Wonder Woman culture and then start the movie like half an hour later. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, what, what I wanted to talk about today was to ah, bring okay. everyone back to ah, Australian okay. Open 2017 ah, okay, and to explain okay. why the Federal Nadal final ah. was the, it, to me, uh, it's the match of the uh, is the defining match of the ages la, for, uh, for the two of them. And why? 
uh, I mean, the the circumstances back then, a lot of people don't remember because, mm. and that's the thing about it, when you think about Roger Federer, you just think about this guy who's just consistently won throughout his career. Like. Yeah. But actually, at that point of time, um, in January 2017, Roger Federer hadn't won a Grand Slam in five years already. Mm. So people for the last five years had been calling for him to retire, saying his best is behind him and he should just move on. And this was when he was, what, 34? Five years. Yeah, he's about a year older than me. So yeah, he was 34. 34. 34, which is, is it, yeah. You know, it's like past the prime for te- tennis yeah, it players. It is way right? past the prime for a lot of, for any sport really mm. like you know football basketball 34 you're basically out out really mm. so so people were was that five years ago no sorry let's go back no, no, no. four years ago no he was 35 35, 35 yeah, okay. yeah so still very old mm. um but yeah people are calling for him to retire already and and that he wouldn't have the legs to play against uh current generation and and win any more grand slams la. so they were telling him dude uh like 17 grand slams is damn good really la. just retire and call it a day. Don't embarrass yourself further. Don't be that guy here. That, that, that legend that gets knocked out in the second round by some unknown 100-seated mm. person. Mm. So, and this was Federer coming off um, a surgery. Like, he hadn't played for almost like seven or eight months or something like that. Mm. And he just decided to go for surgery and then see how, how things re- return. Lah. And then Nadal also had had a wrist surgery mm. that he, um, I think he took like half a year off and he was coming from, from a wrist surgery. And also people were saying that I mean, this is not Nadal of before. Like, this is the 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 surgery post surgery Nadal, mm. which which you've seen that happen to a lot of players, like. And, and uh, but it just so happened that during this during this tournament, it became the throwback tournaments of all tournaments, where if you were looking at the at the matches on the last two days, one was in the final, the women's final. It was Serena Williams versus Venus Williams. Oh shit! For the women's championship. Ah. And then Roger Federer versus Rafael Nadal for the men's championship. Mm. So it's a real throwback to like uh, the 2000s. Uh. Yeah. And and nobody expected it along the way because uh, Andy Murray at that point was number one. Djokovic was playing out of his mind or so. And, and, but they, they got knocked out early. They got knocked out early in the tournament. Mm. So there were... And then Roger Federer was seeded 17th. Nadal was seeded what? behind. Yeah. So there were a lot of whispers that, okay, this could happen, this could happen. Nadal could end up facing Federer. But everyone was like, come on, la. Federer hasn't won in five years. Federer's 17 seed, he's coming off surgery. Nadal also coming off surgery, you know, blah, blah, blah. It could happen. And it just st- started building, building, building to all the way towards the semifinals when yeah. Federer faced Warinka, his Swiss, another Swiss player. And, and, yeah. And then he he actually made it like he he got all the way to the finals, mm. and 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 the beauty I think the beautiful part about that that was that, like regardless of who won the finals, I think uh it was just for anyone who's a fan of the sport uh, who has watched it for ten years plus or whatever, and I remember the early rivalries between Serena Williams, the Williams sisters, and also Roger and 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 Nadal. Nadal. Yeah, it'll be a big treat uh. So you wouldn't you would you'd be like yeah, even they play like shit and it's just yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever man. It's good just to see them. Get all the way there, right? Yeah. But what's more, even more amazing was that they played uh, such an epic match, a five set battle. That I think if, if you you can actually go on to, um, I mean, obviously it's it's not one of those matches where you know someone wins two sets, then another person wins oh, two and sets, tie and yeah, tiebreaker. Yeah. Is they each won one set, one set, one set, one set, and then when it got to the final, Nadal broke Federer. And Nadal was up 3-1 in the final set already. Uh. So at that point in time, you know, everyone has seen it before where Roger Federer crumbles against the bull, the matador, Nadal. Yeah. But um, you can actually go on, on on YouTube and look it up. They haven't even they haven't even tried to take it. ESPN hasn't even tried to take it down. 
the Federer basically won the last five games of that of that uh, set. Uh, no, that whole, whole set. The whole set. Yeah. So he went from three one to winning yeah, six three. Uh. But but in, in you have to watch those last five games because they even knowing what the result is, it'll just keep you on the edge of your seat how much drama there was in those last five games. Uh. Wow, serious, uh? Yeah, and you can see like at points where Roger Federer wants it, he wants to run to the net to do his typical serve volley. But yeah. he knows his legs can't carry him that far that quickly against someone like Nadal who can you know, he has top spin and return over. Yeah. And it's quite interesting. And I I, uh, I was just trying to read up about what makes Nadal so scary or how he revolutionized uh, tennis and all. And I don't even know this, but basically the way that he top spins about that means he puts yeah, yeah, yeah. the vertical spin on the on the yeah, tennis. I know, la, <laughs> I know it's 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 <laughs> unprecedented. Like it was I mean it was game changing. Uh, and it came down to uh, not only the way he was stroking it, but the fact that he was using these cold polymer strings, uh, uh. the special a special kind of strings that were less grippy, less grippy than the strings that were used previously. Uh. And then apparently, uh, the sign, the, the, they didn't they didn't know why. Yeah. But the less slippery strings actually caused more topspin on the ball. Uh. Uh. And then later, it was only after like they noticed they saw a lot of Nadal doing this and and hitting impossible angles where the ball is like five five inches off the ground and he can spin it such that it will still Go goes over the net, net and yeah. then still come down and still in, which is uh. phys- almost in physics is impossible. And then they they did, then, you know, at that point in time, I think uh, early 2010s or something mm. like that, then some Japanese researcher put up, uh, you know, those uh, super slow-mo cameras onto the the uh, onto the ball and the yeah. bubble, I think the bubble racket with the whole uh. polypon strings. And he realized that these strings, because of the fact they don't grip the ball as much, right? Apparently they snap back faster, and the snap causes the 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 vertical release of the of the ball to be even faster. Huh? Yeah. What the fuck? So it's so it's 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 a content to it. You think that if the strings grip the ball more, and then you force it up more, yeah, you cause more spin, right? Yeah. But it's actually the reverse, uh. And so that was what is so amazing about Nadal. But I digress. No, but that's them interesting because I'm just thinking practically. Like, let us say if you want to slap someone, right? You should yeah. put oil on your hand, la. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so I think it's, it's oh, you know, shit. You know the towel when you towel someone's backside. Yeah. You use a towel and you snap. It's not so. It's not that you must whack very hard. It's that you, you must, must pull snap it back. back yeah. uh, you must pull back very hard. Then it's more painful. Because then there's a whip. There's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah whip effect. So, so they realized that was why Nadal was able to do those crazy shots, uh. and, Oh, and I knew about his top spin, but I didn't know it was that game game changing, like. It was. It was, and and they had to like literally use the latest in video technology to analyze so it. So probably Nadal was just toying with a bunch of rackets and this one racket with like this kind of strings. He was yeah. like, hey, fuck, can spin. I don't know why, but just fucking you, spin. You sportsman, right? It's like yeah. you, it's either you, sometimes like if you score with a certain right. wearing a certain like, underwear yeah, or, or like, something, no, you so think so that's certain, your lucky underwear certain or Certain soccer right? boots or uh, like yeah, certain yeah. Uh, hockey sticks. Yeah, it just works, right? Feel, yeah. Like, yeah, it just yeah, works, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think probably for him also, yeah, oh, this works, this works, but he also just said, oh, I just want this type of string. Like, he doesn't know why specifically or anything. Oh, so so, so did, did, did that result in a lot of people changing to that string? Yeah, Probably yeah. That's, like, why, right? that's why Bubble Art uh, as a brand, I think, you know, got a lot of sales. And, and, and you know, the, uh, from what I was hearing from tennis coaches back then, Nadal, you know, changed the way a lot of kids want to play tennis mm. where, where it's all about the top spin and really the way they stroke. You can see the goal like crazy, almost yeah, 90 degree. Yeah, yeah, the right. wrist action and everything. Uh, which is, is more akin to like squash or something like that uh-huh. rather than tennis. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, so when you talk about Federer versus Nadal, it's again, it's also about a more traditional tennis kind of play, you know, serve and volley, 
and all that versus Nadal style. La. So mm. you're talking about clash of like uh, tradition versus a newer New, style. Yeah. So so just but just watching those last five games and and just uh, I mean obviously I'm biased also because I'm a Federer fan but uh, just watching the two of them just go at it and, and this is highly improbable finals Grand Slam finals meeting between two legends who uh, supposedly passed their prime mm. and then for them to you know produce such an epic match that, that really made you wow, like sit on the edge of your seat I thought that was like it's something really worth uh, examining in history and, and the fact that is that um, Roger Federer they always said that he had a mental block against Nadal because like, his record at that point was nine nine losses and two wins mm. against Nadal most of them because of clay mm. But uh, yeah, for so for someone like Federer to come back and and beat Nadal almost quite convincingly, uh, at that point in time was also such a it was a very big deal. Like it meant that he had managed to overcome that that, that mental block la, that mm. he had against Nadal. Not only mental block, but also like literally figure out the the physical the, the physics of of the the, the top spin la, You yeah. know, that Nadal the threat that Nadal posed to him as well. So it was just a for anyone you know in your thirties and you think that you can't. You can't learn new tricks. And you can't improve every day. It's a very inspiring thing. I just remember I was sitting there assembling my bedside table that I just bought from IKEA, mm. and the whole match was so exciting. I just had to. I just kept putting my tools down. So by like, I think it was like 10 p.m. I still I started at like 6 p.m. or something. By 10 p.m. I still hadn't assembled my tables <laughs> finished, just because I was just so excited every hour, every half an hour. Or so no, and to illustrate how excited Terence is or how much a mark he left on his his psyche, he's like. The whole time he's been talking, he said nothing in front of him, no? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck, man? Like, I mean, I need my computer in front of me for what I'm going to talk about next, but this is just all from memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is... I feel that's why people, when they think, okay, 2008, 2009, we're modern. Next time you want to... It's like you're talking to people who are fans of tennis or that. Then they talk, they bring up Rafael Nadal. Oh, you know, they're Wimbledon. Then you bring up... No... Like no, you ask them first. Uh, Do you remember 2017 January? Like, huh? No, then yeah, you know yeah, they're, yeah, not, they're, they're you, not that hardcore. Yeah, they're like. not that hardcore. But real tennis fans know like that match to me was like, wow, it was it's one of those matches you will never forget what you're doing and how you felt and and everything after. Lah. And the way like Roger Federer, I think when he when he won and then he just jumped up and down like he like it was like he won his first like uh, you're watching a high school kid won, mm. win their first championship or something like he that he had not won for five years five years five, been, yeah. not won a grand slam grand la. slam for five years yeah and, but since then he's won quite a few already right no since after that then he won two more la. and then after oh. that he's, he's been uh, not not say slump but he got injured and stuff like that Yeah, and he's, but, but he's had some amazing performances like, I think you and I were watching him at Wimbledon against Djokovic yeah. one semi-final yeah, yeah. which he lost which he should have won fucking Crazy. That was just but last it, year, lah. Right? Yeah, it was just no, 2019. Two ago, uh, 2019. Yeah. But it was correct. amazing, right? That match. Yeah, like it was crazy. After that, you just fucking can't crazy. like you even you don't care whether he he wins and Wimbledon or not. You just yeah. this guy's a legend, uh, you know. Legends, yeah. So so he not only defies defies uh you know uh time and all that, but but also just like uh the mental side of things, uh, you know, people mm. constantly saying you should retire. Then you're going up against your opponent who's like beaten you like nine times out of almost eleven times. You know, mm. to to come back and do that was, I think it's just something. This is such an amazing thing that it's worth experiencing. If you go on YouTube and just watch the last five games with commentary and everything, which you can find, which we can link to, uh, yeah, just check it out, lah. It's, well, it's, when it's a time when in when was that final exactly? January. I mean, okay, it might not have been this week in twenty seventeen. I, I stretch it a bit, but it's because Australian Open. Uh, the, I know the qualifiers for twenty twenty one are on now, and it was already on. 
like four years ago at this time. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it it was like end of January. That means yeah. that means your fucking next week thing, if we carry on this format, you need to think of something new. Uh. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No problem, no problem. I see. I, I think the important thing is to just situate where, where we are in history. So, yeah, so going back to something I said at the start, the, the ramble at the start was that, yeah, like maybe because of COVID, we will never ever get to see another Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal final ever again, like, you know, just because Roger Federer really is getting on in on age already. Like, and 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 COVID just, you know, doesn't really give people the best opportunities to 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 go to every Grand Slam and everything. Mm. So maybe we should just call it a, a tie between Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal for greatest ever, like, pre-COVID. Like. You Pre-COVID, uh, so it'd be like PC and yeah, no P- BC and AC. Yeah, exactly, like. exactly. Oh shit! It is the new one, uh, yeah. Oh my god! BC and AC after COVID. Holy shit! Yeah, because if you win anything from now on, people are gonna say, "Oh, there was no crowds. It was different." Yeah. You know, there were all these measures, and a lot no, of players you, couldn't travel. Can you imagine for for races like hundred meter sprints, right? Yeah. Where you can imagine the Olympic final for hundred meters being an an experience that. Is fucking electric, right? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. definitely contributes to the performance. Correct. Now, if they were to do it with people being socially distanced and yeah. all, see la, less like, screaming or fake crowd noises, or that, it just yeah. feels different. It's a different. It's a different game entirely. Yeah, it is. So that's any why, any any sporting achievement now is just there's an asterisk next to it. La. Yeah, that's why even like the whole Messi Ronaldo rivalry also. It's finished already, right? Yeah, it just feels like a different time la. it's a pre-COVID era it's so the, it's the BC man so I'm gonna call it la, Federer and Nadal pre-COVID era goats yeah pre-COVID era yeah, yeah because now they're, I mean like when it who knows what the fuck is gonna happen in the next few years feels like we'll never get to the sporting uh, situations like how it was pre-COVID in mm. the near future yeah right? hello. it's quite it's quite um, yeah, like, it's a bit sad when you think about it like although Although it is probably high time people started caring more about hygiene and everything as well. Right. Yes, yeah. But I mean, even now the thought of like, you know, like going to the the beach or playing soccer or like just fucking tackling and going body charging and all that. Or going to a club and making out with a stranger. Yeah, of course. That too, that too. That, that's what I think of every night. Uh, yeah. It was, when the fuck is that going to happen again? Exactly. Yeah? And then you'll be like, yeah, even just talking to people so you can't get too close. And That's why, that's why like I'm that. wondering when the pop culture, like the movies and the TV shows will also reflect mm. a world that mm. is... Like, you know that upside down Spider-Man kiss? Yeah, yeah. That will oh, never yeah. fucking happen. Disgusting, yeah. Right, Disgusting. it'll never fucking happen. There'll be some fucking... Put like, on your mask. Yeah, put on your mask or something. Like, he takes off one mask, he still has the other mask. Yeah, yeah so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to put out there that a lot of the records that you think would last long or forever, maybe now will just have to be relegated to history lah, as something in the history books, huh? you know? Mm. Wow. That's sad, yeah. So this is the next phase of the world. Lah. Yeah. In, in some way, maybe it's just the reset that we, we needed. Lah. It's a bit like, you know, in basketball, they talk about, oh, you know, he has this record since the 24-second shot clock was invented. Mm. It'll, it'll be kind of like that where you have the caveat everything you say going forward. Lah. Oh, this was a record well, like since when COVID. football, there was no offside rule or something. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, correct, right. correct. Yeah, this was since the offside rule was implemented or since VAR was implemented. Is we, I think we had a juncture where we can say since COVID-19 restricted, you know, global travel and, and competition and everything as well. Lah. So we were one of the top podcasts in Singapore pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. No, actually it was during COVID when this, COVID. <laughs> this podcast was really born. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then what you call that, yeah? It's like... 
I mean, in if you refer to the Bible, there's BC, there's AD, but yeah. for the whole of Jesus's life, yeah. those thirty-three years, yeah, it just falls in this little limbo la. It was AD la, right? No what? But AD is after death what? You know, uh, that's no, no, auto no, no. domini or something. Domini, Eno domini. Yeah, yeah. That's not as after his death. Uh. No, I think it just means like the Christ, the the birth of Christ was the. Oh start. shit! What but have anyhow, I been living my whole life, man? Thinking church, that this thirty church you go, which church you go? <laughs> I don't go to any church. Um, uh, but oh, so that thirty three years is not lost, lah. No, no, Actually, no, yeah, lah. That's fucking crazy if they, yeah. if it is lost, lah. Yeah, but I mean, you know. So, um, I would say just appreciate. Anything that any kind of entertainment you're able to partake in now because mm. yeah like like you say uh, movies every time now I watch a show I I, I ask myself especially something set in the future or what I will ask myself hey, is this set pre COVID or post COVID because yes, <laughs> I mean yeah we haven't reached a time where pop culture films and TV shows reflect the current time yeah like. yeah like even in the stuff that we shot recently we. Uh, nobody was wearing a mask yeah, yeah, no on, on screen. Yeah, on screen. But uh, going forward, maybe there's just normal. There's just just be life, lah. Everyone just wears a mask everywhere you go. Yeah, you know. So I mean, speaking of live events, mm. we are actually having a live event on six February. Oh, are you allowed to plug it already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's made public. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we it's a live show. It's probably Singapore's like first live talk show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Rishi Budrani, the yes. stand-up comedian extraordinaire, is doing it on 6 February. We are going to be on it. Uh, it's a ticketed event and we will have more details in the coming weeks. Uh, I think the link on Klook is already up. Yeah, you can buy tickets. Yeah, you can buy tickets. I swear I won't go there and talk about Ref- Roger Roger Federer and Nadal <laughs> for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I mean, it's super exciting. Kudos to Rishi for spearheading this mm. uh, he's a good friend of ours and we respect the stuff he does so yeah we're going to be on it and we're not just like oh for interview we're going to be part of the show man yeah and, yeah. And, yeah. so that's going to be 6 February mm. uh, we'll put a link in the description we're getting Rishi on at some point in the next few episodes we'll be able to talk more about the show and yeah mm. it is uh, it is a first and we are fucking psyched to be part of it man yeah cool okay so right, you're done with your I went back four years yeah. so it's time for you what happened this week in history? Yeah, and mine is more like uh like more date specific because I kept to the rules because you know I am a black and white guy. Yeah, if you yeah. give me a rule, yeah. I will follow it if I think it makes sense. Yep. So I literally found something that happened on 15 January. Okay, mm. so today we are recording this on 14 January. It was it happened 20 years ago, and it was the day that Wikipedia was founded. Mm. So if I were to ask you, what's your general interactions with Wikipedia? Mm. I mean, it's a, it's like going to a, a museum lah, eh, kind of. A museum. I mean, yeah, you, there's a lot of details about it. You look it up and all that, and yeah, it's interesting. But you say you say you say it's more like a museum rather than a, like an encyclopedia or library. Okay la, yeah, yeah, I guess you could call it encyclopedia. For for folks who don't know, uh, I think last time there used to be these things called encyclopedias where door to door salesmen <laughs> would go to your house and then they'll try and sell you. This Britannica yeah, encyclopedias. Yeah, yeah. Like were, the A to Z, la, right? Yeah, the huge uh, books that contain information about everything in general. Yeah. And then you pay like, I don't know, a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Did you ever have that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I think my parents were very uh, invested in my education. So uh-huh. all this, they thought that that was part of, important part of education. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so it was a mark of a, you know, a educated person to have an encyclopedia at home, la, right? To have like a set of encyclopedia at home. La. Yeah. 
So that's where Wikipedia kind of like has blown the whole thing yeah. out of water. I, I fucking loved encyclopedias when I was young, but I didn't have the Britannica. I just had like this one volume that has like as much as you could squeeze into a book from popular bookstore. Mm. And I fucking love reading encyclopedias. Mm. So I, I was quite surprised that Wikipedia came out in 2001 because 2001 still felt like the internet was like... Uh, you know if you want to like find a picture of some model or something you have to wait for it to load yeah you know you can't it's all the dial up and all that right yeah yeah but but I mean like uh, just I just wanted to talk through the history of uh, Wikipedia I know it sounds fucking boring but give it a give it a chance give it a chance because I mean before I started doing research for this I just I knew Wikipedia was founded by two people and um like they're called Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger. But do you even know how Wikipedia works? Works, uh, as in like the intricacies of it, lah. It's uh run as a non-profit, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's a non-profit. And uh, contributors are allowed to. I mean, you're allowed to contribute, but it's like you build up karma over time in terms of how you, how the the community reacts to your suggestions and all that, right? Your contributions. Yeah, I mean, so this is where like I'm just I'm just amazed that it actually has became a thing because anyone can edit stuff, no? Mm-hmm. Like anyone. Um, yeah. And it just depends on people correcting it. Of course, there is a community of like wiki wikipedians uh and editors and and uh they have wikipedians in residence which are wikipedians who take up a residency in a in an institution of some sort that uh aims to just curate the content on wikipedia about that um and and yeah it is it is run by uh the wikimedia foundation which is mm. the corporate arm that oversees wikipedia mm. uh, so i mean it's just it's just interesting because now I don't know about younger kids, but I do recall a point in time when we were in school where Wikipedia was not to be used as a source, lah. Right, even you couldn't even now, right? Even I mean, today. even yeah, even now, but I think now it is more acceptable as a as a source of fact than what I recall it was during our time when we were in school. Lah. I don't know, I don't know about students now, but now yeah. I, I, last time I know, like Wikipedia was always like. Eh, Okay, maybe maybe it's it's accurate, maybe it's not. But over time, the credibility it's. I mean, I anytime I'm curious about anything, the first place I go to is Wikipedia la, to yeah. search up anything, right? Yeah. And I mean, right now they have six point two. They've like fifty five million articles like which I thought was mm. I thought there'd be more than that. Mm. Uh, it's available in two hundred and fucking ninety nine languages. It's mm. one of the fifteen most popular websites. But there are certain things that I found interesting that I didn't know about uh about Wikipedia la. Mm-hmm. because there's been a whole bunch of controversies that have happened. Oh really? Are you familiar with any of them? Uh broadly that I mean anytime somebody like wants to sabotage someone else or, or make mm. fun of someone they will go and edit the Wikipedia page. Uh. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean I don't know whether that ranks as a controversy or I mean there have been certain instances about it. I I guess what what I found interesting when I chanced upon this was like what you said, right now we are facing a turning point between a president who kind of popularized the term fake news. Yep, yep. Right? Fake media, fake blah blah, fake all this shit. And to think that in a it in a time when everyone has so has less trust in the authorities than feels like ever before, that Wikipedia is still a thing. Or even how it came about in the first place. Because there have been serious repercussions about 
the open source nature of Wikipedia. Mm. I know the two founders in 2001, they started it. Uh, they were actually part of this company called Newpedia, which mm. was meant to be like an online encyclopedia that uh. had articles written by experts. I see, I see. So it's like Britannica going online. Mm. And then it was both their ideas to kind of find something that uh, is open source that mm. people write to uh, and leverages the concept of a wiki. Mm. Wiki was really something that was Actually, popular back then. Wiki? wiki is, I mean... It's like Q&A or FAQ kind I of thing. I think it's just an information repository uh, that is put online. See, so wiki came before Wikipedia. Got it, got it. Yeah, wiki was just a combination between... I mean, Wikipedia was just a combination between wiki uh, and encyclopedia. So you're saying that all the other wiki, whatever, that we read about is different from... It's not by Wikipedia or whatever. No, I think because wiki is essentially... Um, a wiki is a is a publication that is collaboratively edited and managed by its own audience. Mm. So that is a thing. Yeah. So I think wikis existed before Wikipedia. Got it. And okay. there's wiki software which enables these sort of stuff and wiki engines that that kind of facilitate it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but in 2007, the founders split. So J- Jimmy Wales is the guy who's still there, is the guy who you see... I mean, most people have probably seen his face because I know for a while Wikipedia was trying to raise a bunch of money yep. and they use his face as the, as the, mm. as the how you say, a poster boy. La. But the other founder left because he felt Wikipedia was going to shit. La. Oh, is it? So, so over the years, there have just been a few controversies which was quite interesting. Um, I mean, in 2001, it came up. Uh, it was doing okay. And then uh, earlier on, it uh, when they first started, Wait, uh, God damn it. Let me find the fucking thing. See, this is the problem with having too many tabs open. <laughs> I just have so many fucking tabs. I mean, if you really look at the, the contrast between Harish and me, you know, <laughs> yeah, so I sit at his like, laptop like, furiously trying to like look at stuff. Yeah, whereas Terrence is leaning back in his chair drinking 100 plus. <laughs> didn't even look didn't at even his look fucking at my phone, phone once. once. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that means because because mine has no substance and Harish's See, yours is just is quali- qualitative. It's good <laughs> and all, but my this is my the engineer in me. Like I have okay. how many tabs? Uh? I have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Twelve tabs about Wikipedia. Three tabs uh, talking about things you didn't know about Wikipedia. And yeah. six tabs of our subreddit. Yeah. And a notes page where I cut and paste stuff. Uh. Okay. Okay, so I've organized my thoughts already. Yep. So Wikipedia actually started as wikipedia.com. But then in 2002, apparently there was some word that there was going to be ads. So uh, a Spanish Wikipedian, a volunteer called Edgar Enyidi, he just decided to make a fork in Wikipedia uh, and as a protest and not have it on wikipedia.com. Uh, and because as a protest against Wikipedia having ads. La. So that's mm. why Wikipedia became a wikipedia.org. Oh, so that was the first instance of some sort of backlash against Wikipedia having ads. Uh, got it, got it, and okay. that kind of started the, the, the row between the two founders because there were some rumors out there saying one founder wanted ads and Jimmy Wales didn't want ads. Mm. Whereas uh, the, the other founder said it was just a lie spun by Jimmy Wales to make himself look good and mm. that sold the seed. Then, um, so that, just to clarify, although yeah. it's a non-profit, uh, I'm I'm guessing they're still doing quite well, uh, right? Yeah, but they they make their money through like grants and yeah. donations. Yeah, and there's nothing commercial about them, la. Like they don't sell anything. Yeah, there aren't any ads. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what they do with the data, but so far, 
amongst all the controversies that I managed to dig up, there's nothing about them selling data. Mm. They are registered as a 5013C charitable organization. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, their revenue in 2018 was a US 104 million. But like with most charities, revenue is just the cash flow in la, mm. through donors and, donors and sponsorships. The expenses was 81.4 million. So they have a $58 million endowment as of 2020. Mm. They have 400 plus staff and contractors and they have an army of, of volunteers. Mm. But, but I didn't know about the next controversy which happened in 2005 where basically there was someone called uh, about John Seigenthaler and someone actually wrote a hoax article about him being a suspect in the John F. Kennedy assassination. Oh, okay. So it was proved to be a hoax but the, the articles stayed on Reddit and reference.com and a few other websites for three weeks and that resulted in him being investigated. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so there have been a series of, of controversies like that which is why it still boggles my mind that Wikipedia is the way it is. I personally don't know anyone who has edited or created anything on Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, I, I do have a Wikipedia entry that mentions me. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't what? have my own Wikipedia entry. Yeah. But what is it about? Uh, when I took part in the Subaru Challenge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just to, to clarify why. I think it's because the people who participate in Subaru Challenge generally are... Uh, it's a very big group of people who very, very, very devoted to the cause yeah. of the Subaru Surprisingly Challenge. Surprisingly devoted. It's almost like a cult, I would say. Like Fuck you, like, it's not a cult. Uh. It's like they come back every year to like support each other and then... Like the, every, for, I remember I saw one of the winners like in all his Facebook photos after he won is like he just he just kept putting out his hand as like that's his that's his thing for life uh, you know the winning the Subaru challenge it like defined him forever <laughs> la. it so did. I'm not surprised that there's a very big group of people who end up you know updating the Subaru challenge thing and putting Harish's name in there because he will live on in infamy <laughs> in, within that community uh. yeah exactly so um, I mean like Wikipedia, I don't know if you have ever seen check something where there was something along the lines that got updated. Oh, I think it was after the presidential debates. Like mm. literally 10, 15 minutes after I checked it because we were doing the podcast, there was an update. The Wikipedia entry oh, yeah, had been yeah, updated yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it always boggles my mind like, how the fuck does this happen? And yeah, it, I, I just found it like uh, so interesting in a good way that this exists. Like, because if Wikipedia wasn't there, right? Uh... I don't know, there's no second option. There's nothing like Wikipedia. Mm, I don't like know, what, maybe... No, but what else? Like when you... When was the last time you recall using Wikipedia? I mean, like every day or something. Every day, right? Yeah, just to look up something or find out more. Yeah, about I know there's like someone. Google answers and Yahoo answers and all that. Um, but, but like what you said, it has also been used for, for making a statement or protest or something. Yeah. I think my favorite was in July 2010 when... Uh, the FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, was awarded the Order of Comparisons, which was a, a honorary award for, contribu- for his contribution over the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, the South African government actually announced his award referring to him as stated on Wikipedia. Like. It's just that someone edited his name from Joseph Sepp Blatter to Joseph Sepp Belen Blatter. <laughs> and Belen <laughs> is UK slang for the tip of the penis. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I, I don't know, I couldn't find any controversies in Singapore, but there have been uh, a few around the world which I don't know, like nothing much has, has changed for Wikipedia. I know their their editorship and their user base of editors has decreased, 
uh, I'm guessing because now yeah, there's a lot more resources out there. Mm. But yeah, it just it just blew my mind the concept of Wikipedia. Because if you imagine now, right, if someone says they want to start a user contributor encyclopedia, who the fuck will use it? Yeah, yeah, there's not gonna be much. I mean, that's just uh the, the you kinda gotta trust the wisdom of crowds. Wisdom uh, of the crowds, uh. I suppose. Like as opposed to like what you said the earlier incarnation of uh, this online pedia thing, which is like new pedia, new pedia, yeah. I mean, having experts. That's that's the that's what we imagine. Well, that theoretically, we imagine that um, the world should be like where where they're experts who know what they they're doing and 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 you know write import write articles that are validated by everyone. Yeah. But um, I think in the last ten years or so, like we've we we've start we started to feel a lot more distrust of what experts are saying like, as, a, as a society like, right yeah like like literally if you look at the five pillars of wikipedia right it really mm. reads like a utopian kind of mantra like, is yeah. wikipedia is an encyclopedia wikipedia is written from a neutral point of view wikipedia is free content that anyone can use edit and distribute wikipedia's editors should treat each other with respect and civility mm. that's mm. an actual rule or yeah. like a, a pillar like, and Wiki- wikipedia has no firm rules so it just sounds like oh, like I think this only could have happened if it started when the internet was, I don't know, like slower bandwidth, where people yeah. wanted to type stuff, they have to think about it. Maybe it correct, takes a correct. bit of time. Maybe it couldn't reach everyone. Fuck, if someone wants to start this now, right? One tweet will go viral and it'll be fucking shit. Yeah. Now it's almost that there's there's critical mass such that it cannot not exist. Yeah. Uh, and it was only in 2007 when it surpassed the largest encyclopedia uh, up to that point, la, which was written, you know when or not? When? During the Ming Dynasty. Oh, really? Yeah. You mean like a age-old kind of encyclopedia? Yeah, age-old paper. Yeah, it like had two million articles, and bullshit. that was more than the Ming Dynasty. So even the 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 Ming Dynasty, so even the Britannica didn't exceed that, lah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Actually, but, that is crazy. Uh, that that back then, even without like computers and keyboards and typewriters and stuff like that, that they could still cough up two million. But articles. What, they got no TikTok or Instagram to distract <laughs> them. Why? What else can they do, sir? That is true. They that just have true. to fucking write, lah. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean now there's no milestone or anything now for Wikipedia apart from it's it's its twentieth birthday tomorrow. But oh, yeah. 20, exactly twenty. Yeah. Oh it yeah. Started two thousand one. What? Cool. Yeah. So, so that was that. There's no recent controversy. I think now Wikipedia is less kind of like revolutionary than it was because now there's info from fucking everywhere. Like. Yeah. I mean, in some way also like the Reddit. Reddit has surprised me a lot also. Mm-hmm. thinking that people will take that much time to post comments that are thoughtful and all. Yeah. But I guess Wikipedia is like that times a million. Yeah. But Wikipedia doesn't have like a rap. Mm. Does it have a fan base that would like, uh, I mean, who, like, who donates to Wikipedia? That's, that's my question. I mean, you can imagine. Okay, so one one controversy that did prop, uh, come up was there were businesses that were that were started that took money from companies to edit Wikipedia articles. Mm. So even if it's noble and well-intentioned, right, yeah. it's no longer a neutral point of view, la, which goes against one of their pillars. Uh, right? I see, I see. So, so I'm guessing for something like this, where Wikipedia is sometimes referred to in speeches, apparently John McCain was accused of plagiarizing something from Wikipedia uh. because one of the writers apparently took two paragraphs from <laughs> some article. So if Wikipedia is seen as a source of info, I can imagine people paying money to ensure that it stays a certain way or carries on or is remains neutral in the light of all other media being so mm. biased. 
True, true. So I think that money, yeah, I I can see money coming from a fuck ton of places. Mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there, yeah, if there's anybody in Singapore who are like, who knows of any rabbit fan base on Wikipedia. Yeah. That, that or just con- edits, edits yeah, regularly. Yeah. I've never met a Wikipedia editor, man. Yeah, that's true. That would be cool. Be interesting to find but out. But yeah, happy, happy birthday, Wikipedia. Happy birthday, wow. Cool. Yeah. That cool. That's our first segment over. Yeah. How long have we been talking for? About fifty odd minutes. Fifty yeah. five zero. Five zero, yeah. Oh shit, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a typical podcast. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess less back and forth, lah, because there's a lot more of like the monologue kind of speaking. Yeah, yeah. Just talking about interesting things, but Yeah. But it's quite still I mean uh, it is quite interesting. Like, when you told me you're talking about Wikipedia, I was like, oh God, he's going to be like like boring <laughs> professor kind of thing. Yeah. Spewing facts. Shit. You know, when you said you're going to talk about Australian <laughs> Open, I was like, oh, you know, that's interesting. I know Terrence likes tennis. This will be good. <laughs> it was awesome. Fuck <laughs> you. No, because I was also trying to look for stuff happening in January and... Um, you never look hard enough. Huh? You just think, oh yeah, what was I doing in January? No, blah, blah. No, other things as well. Like, I think Benjamin Franklin's birthday. birthday correct, yeah, correct. Somewhere around there. Muhammad Ali's birthday also. Muhammad Ali's birthday. Yeah. But Benjamin Franklin, I mean, obviously he founded the university we went to. Yeah. But also like what you were saying earlier, like, he didn't, they didn't have the distractions of TikTok, Instagram last time. So he was like a philosopher, painter, yeah, inventor, he fucking did everything, yeah. politician. I, I'm like... Who has the time to do all that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like to sit around and, and like test things. I mean, he was famous for discovering it. No, wait, was it him? The electricity in the key? Yeah, yeah. The I think key, it was him. Yeah, 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 it was him. It was him. It was him uh? yeah. yeah, he fucking did everything. He founded a university. He discovered yeah. electricity or something to do with lightning. Yeah. Yeah. We also just sit at home and just, oh, today I'm going to like invent shit. I mean, of course, he was de- he had to probably deal with disease and like uh, a whole yeah, bunch of other shit, like, and he probably didn't live very long, la. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we got to move on to the yes, the final segment. Yeah, the final which segment. Is to just go into our Yalabad Reddit and uh, just you know look at what people are talking about and okay, uh, and to see what uh, what's interesting, uh. yeah. but I mean, one of the things that one of the the threads we always go to is um, ideas to talk on Yalabad Part Two. Yeah. Right. Why and Part Two? Uh? Because I don't know you. You don't know who did, did it, <laughs> and you because because that was something I discovered about Reddit. Also, like after six months from a post being created, you cannot comment or add stuff to it anymore. Mm. So we started the Yala ideas to talk about on Yala, but I think sometime last year when we were just thinking, okay, our community is so active, why not they give us suggestions? And it's been fucking useful. So now we started a part two, and in some in a few months we'll have to start a part three, Yeah. So I think uh, the latest comments were by our regular listener, Jungle Jimbo, 88, who asked us about discussing the jump from WhatsApp to other to other platforms like Signal and Telegram over privacy concerns. Uh, I don't know if you've been, you've been hearing a lot of chatter about it, but yeah, within my WhatsApp group chats, a lot of people are asking, hey, should we port over to Signal yeah. or Telegram and all? Yeah. So, so that, that, that it's true that could be worth discussing. Because we are doing our regular programming tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's going to be two podcasts in a, in a row, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but Jungle Jimbo also asked subsequently, like, would you race to get the vaccine ASAP because of the, you know, the, the Sinovac? I think the Sinovac efficacy trials, uh, the results came back at 50.4% or something like that. Mm. Um. So it's it's much lower than Pfizer and Moderna and all these others, other pharma companies. Uh. So uh, apparently Singapore also took a gamble on Sinovac. So now we have a we're getting this less effective vaccine, 
coming to our door. So does that should we be rushing out to get our vaccines right now? Vaccinations. I mean, are, are, are you feeling like rushing out? Because I mean, even if you wanted to, you can't. What? Yeah, you, you can't, you can't right? get anything. It's, it's going to be like a a, a process because yeah. I know like my mom told me that she's going to get a letter in a few months' time about as being someone who's 70 years old getting mm-hmm. priority to take it first, right? Yeah. And then frontline workers and then like, uh, you know, people who work in the, the, the uh, I mean, people facing industries and all that, lah, mm. right? So yeah, that, that, that's, those were a couple of recent posts on um, on that, the very interesting thread. Yeah. And um, so, what, I mean, that that's something that we can talk about tomorrow. Yes, yes. Right. Yes, correct. Uh, and also just comments. Maybe we can also look at comments on our previous episodes, the most recent episode also, lah. Right? Yeah. Uh, because some people are responding to our discussion about trace together, and uh, there was a very interesting correction from man official, who that that he's pointed out that I was uh I made a mistake that you don't need the trace together a token for to enter a lot of the places that we talked about. In fact, it's is uh it's a choice between the token or using the trace together app. So mm. he clarified that for for us. Thankfully. Oh, so you need either the token or the app, la. Yeah, correct, correct. Ah, I and see. I mean, I was a bit puzzled. Um, yeah. Then why would even why would people even bother with the token? Ah? so so that was literally something I asked. And I think uh, another contributor, three lungs, was uh said that yeah, uh, he was collecting it for his mum for her to bring out out around and out of the house as a second option in case a phone uh loses battery. Uh. Mm. And and that's something I I, I always forget uh, that you know senior citizens in general they, they prefer the convenience of, of having a physical item to bring with them so that they remember as opposed to to having to keep Bluetooth on or an app on their phone or things like that. Uh. Yeah because I mean like let's say my mom yeah she carries a purse all the time. Yep. If she just put it in the purse then she sorted ready uh. Mm-hmm. But it means what? You would still have to pick it out and show it when you're entering the place. That's what I'm guessing. Uh. Like if you show it, means you are already sort of being traced already. Uh. Then they just okay. So uh. the best is to wear it around the neck or something. Uh. Correct, correct, correct. Yep. I see. Yeah. I and, see, I see. And there's also another post about, uh, I think we were talking about AI, right? Mm. Uh, because the we were talking about, we were laughing at Carousel's AI that failed to detect uh, Lee Hsien Long being put on sale. And a Singapore Parliament being put on sale for millions of dollars, and uh, one of our users, uh, one of our listeners, Jay Edgar, uh, he says, as someone who relies heavily on machine learning for my work, just wanted to highlight to Terence that generating a speech using training data from Trump's transcripts is not only possible but extremely easy. So he's basically saying that, yeah, you know, I mean, my skepticism is is typical of 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 dumb people, uh, Actually, <laughs> the world has moved on already. And uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, I mean, thanks for pointing it out. Thank yeah. you for shitting on Terrence. I always appreciate If anybody wants to shit on Terrence in the Reddit comments, please go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I will print them out and frame them up and give them to Terrence as a monthly as a monthly gesture. No, no, it's okay. I, I acknowledge that, that. Yeah, yeah. I was generalizing. Like, I was just trying to make a joke <laughs> out of the whole thing. I know AI has done a lot of good and saves us. And, and my AI, you know, like Siri is one of my, someone I talk to on a regular basis. And, uh, and yeah. I mean, one one thing that came up uh, where it has been coming up a few. So I mean, in the past there have been a few things that have been coming up. Um, the most recent one I'm referring to is Yalabad Bingo, mm. right? Yeah, Yalabad Bingo, because apparently there are a few words that both Terence and I say a lot. I think it's primarily you. Uh, is it? Yeah, you're like the what? catchphrase. You're I'm the catchphrase, catchphrase guy. Uh, yeah, you're the guy with the catchphrase. Fucking uh. catchphrase, everything, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, like the Hing Sui Kiat as the sugar daddy Hing. Yeah, sugar daddy Hing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, folklore. <laughs> but folklore yeah. is something that, uh, yeah, it's it's our new baby. Um, but and then there were other things like Yalabad merchandise. Uh, I think Yalabad underwear, which I think is fucking great. So so give us a. I mean, we 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 we're still processing. I think right now our focus is on this podcast as well as folklore. Uh, but the Yalabad bingo sounds dope, man. Mm, mm, right, yeah. like a drinking game. Holy shit! Yeah. How cool would it be to be part of a drinking game? Actually, yeah. If we, if it, I, mean, I guess the people who are listening to this are probably more the hardcore listeners, yeah. or so, right? So, yeah. if you've gotten this far, what would you all want to see at a live Yalabad show? You mean Rishi's show, or like, a, if I mean, we just actually in do general. A, I'm just asking for like what in ideas, <laughs> Like, what would make you get out of home, risk COVID nineteen? And you know, to laugh with other people in the room, and uh, yeah, you, you know that Yalabad is gonna be part of it, lah. Yeah, yeah. Like a white collar boxing match between Terence and I, or or that, something. That that wouldn't be fun, though. I know, yeah. I know. I will concede that Terence is a bigger guy. <laughs> <laughs> they want to say lah, but you know, <laughs> he's a bigger guy. And like, I think when I was young, right, I thought that you know, no matter how small, I can take on anyone. After a while, when you get into like play physical sports, you, know, you realize that you can have the heart of a chili party and be a fighter. But if someone's bigger than you, right? Yeah, one fuck punch. Like, yeah, 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 you're, you're just fucked. Like, you're just fucked. I took, I, mean, I, took, I took a few boxing classes before my kid came and all that. Uh, the first time I got boxed in the face, even while wearing the face guards all that, I was like, oh, fuck this shit. I, I, can't, I don't think I can carry on. No, here. but in that way, that kind of gives hope to someone who's smaller because if they can catch you with one punch you're fucked I'm saying that yeah, yeah. no matter how good a boxer you are if you're fighting against a guy who's significantly bigger the odds are against you la. no no but what I'm trying to say is that mm. uh, regardless of, of whether you're bigger or smaller or that right mm. just being punched in the face oh, yeah, is yeah. just not a fun thing just your yeah. brain being rocked in any direction all that movie ass bullshit yeah. where people can take more than one punch to the face yeah Fuck it's not that, good man. your neck hurts you're like for two days you're like dizzy you see spots and stuff like that so it's like oh, it's really not worth it yeah but yeah so so any suggestions like other than white collar boxing uh, are welcome and, and we'd love to hear what, what you guys want to see uh. yeah and then I'm just going down the subreddit uh, someone kind of illustrated the pain of my trying to salvage the corrupted file from three podcasts ago. Mm. God, I mean, honestly, we were supposed to do this podcast last night, but the recorder was having some issues again and then we were just like, you know what, fuck it, we're not going to risk it. Okay, yeah. because when we lost the file, that podcast, it was a bit of a punch to the face. Yeah. Um, so we're doing it in the office now and yeah, we're going to be doing one tomorrow as well. Yeah. So also yeah, let us know what you think about this episode. This this episode, like this format, and and yeah. well, I, I I think the general principle for us is that we would like to try stuff, at least for I would say a while, right? Like a couple of months at least, right? Couple of episodes, lah. No lah, not a couple. A couple, couple of, of months. months. I think so. Like like we don't. I think to get enough data to to really say something. But couple, of, if we do this a week, couple of months, there's like at least like. 12, Eight episodes. Uh, 10, to 10 episodes, yeah. No, I think, okay, like, but uh, I'm assuming you were also saying that along the way we will iterate and we figure out uh, what maybe needs to be shortened, what needs to be yes, lengthened. Yes, correct, correct. Yeah, so this third episode is here to stay. That's what we're saying. Yeah. It is here to stay. stay. We're going to try it out for a while. What the content, what the format is, we are thinking about. Even after this podcast, just we are going to, I guess, talk about it, about yeah. like how this felt. Uh, yeah. But that's why it would be so awesome if you guys could let us know your thoughts as well. No, because I remember the 
when you listen to our first podcast where right, it was just the two of us talking or that, yeah. we were so apologetic about it. We're like, you know, we really don't know whether this will work. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah. And people have pointed it out in our Reddit. Like, hey, you guys really don't need to I know, yeah, I know there was a few episodes it. in. Like, yeah, but yeah. we were actually listening to our first ever Yalabad podcast. We were so apologetic yeah. and like, uh, we really don't know what we're doing, but here, <laughs> here goes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now having done that and then having people say, hey, don't don't be so apologetic about it, just do it, okay. Well, maybe that's, that's what made more. people fall in love with us. The oh. fact that we were enduring and humble, you know. Yeah. Hashtag humble. But, but uh, the truth is, Harish did a lot of research. Uh, a lot, really got a lot of tabs open on his. Yeah, his yeah. Fucktan really got, got, got a lot of tabs on. Yeah. Uh, so, so you yeah. know, is that he, he opens so many tabs that you don't even see words really. You yeah, just you see, see www. You www. just see that small icon. The Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the subreddit, the Favicon, uh, the Favicon. Yeah, the Favicon. Yeah. I'm a table, uh, I'm a table. I, I also did research. I just didn't, I just memorized all of it. And then, uh, yeah, 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 of course, of course, Terrence. Yep. Of course, Terrence. But yeah, so that was like an hour, hour-ish. Yeah, we're about an hour and three minutes in. All right. Yeah. All right, then. Cool. So let us know what you guys think, and we will talk to y'all very soon. Bye-bye.